Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. As always, I'm your girl, Candy Washington, and I am so grateful for this time that I have with you. If you haven't yet, head over to candywashington.com and shop our love collection. We have hoodies, sweatshirts, t-shirts, dresses, candles, mugs, we have it all. So head over there and shop the love collection. Everything is linked in the description box in the show notes. And whether or not you're watching on YouTube or listening on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to like, rate, review, subscribe, and please share with a friend. It really helps us out. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode, which is dealing with sibling rivalry. This episode is from a Sugar Pills podcast listener. So let's read what she has to say. She says, Dear Candy, growing up, my sister and I were never particularly close. She's three years older than me, and we don't have any other siblings. Our mother is aging, and we lost our father a few years back, so it's just us girls now. I've always yearned for a close relationship with her, but she's never really been interested in forming a bond with her mousy little sister, unless she was bossing me around. Now as adults, I have my husband and two little boys, and she's single with no children. She's a graphic designer, so she's able to work remotely. Therefore, since the panorama started, we all know what that is, she's moved back into our childhood home to help our mother with access to groceries, her doctor's appointments, and overall day-to-day needs. And there's not a day that goes by where she doesn't remind me of it. She texts and calls me all throughout the day complaining about the stress, time, and money that she's spending looking after our mother. I'm grateful to her for being there, but the constant guilt trips and drama-filled phone calls are driving an, an even bigger rift between us. Again, I'm grateful that for what she's doing, but the truth is she doesn't have the stress of being a wife and a mother like I do. How do I de-stress from my insane sister before I'm forced to block her? dealing with sibling rivalry. Wow. So you guys, if you don't know, when I said Pamarama, that is code for uh, the what we're going through right now. Sometimes it gets blocked on our YouTube channel if we say the, the big P word. So, you know, the C-19 situation. So just to clarify that for anybody listening or, or watching, it's just to make sure that our video doesn't get doxxed. Or, I don't know, not docs, but, you know, flagged. So let's get back to it. Okay, Sybil Rivalry. I can definitely identify with your letter. I'm actually the youngest girl. Um, so I definitely know what it feels like to have sisters. I know what it feels like to compete with them. I know what it feels like to feel, you know, not seen and kind of bossed around. So I totally, totally get it. I think what it sounds like with your sister is that she is kind of resentful of where she's at in her own life. And when I say that, I mean, I don't mean that it's better to be married with kids versus being single with no children. I think 
they are equally valid and fulfilling life choices, if that is what your choice is. There are some people who are married with children and are miserable. And there are some people who are single with no children and are miserable. There are some people who are married with children and are happy and fulfilled. And there are some people who are single with no children who are also happy and fulfilled. So I'm not going to say that one lifestyle is better than an uh, than the other. So although I understand that you are stressed out, your wife, you're, you know, you have kids and all of that stuff, but your sister's life is equally as valuable and meaningful and her time is as equally as valuable and meaningful. However, with that being said, I totally understand what you're saying, that she should not be guilt tripping you. She should not be belittling you or putting you down. She should not be making you feel bad that, you know, she's helping out mom or your mother, right? So I think that you're totally valid in those feelings. If she is deciding herself that she wants to do this, then that's a choice she needs to stand by without being disrespectful to you. So the first thing I would do would be to create some healthy boundaries with her. Have a conversation with her. Let her know clearly, this is how you can speak to me and this is how you can't speak to me. And if you're able to speak to me in a respectful way, then don't speak to me at all. Create those healthy boundaries because family or not, if someone is disrespectful to you, you have the right to expect and assert respect. This also means you have to make sure that you are also being respectful to her. So I know with family dynamics, it's really easy to go back to being those little kids, right? To fussing and fighting and picking and all that stuff. But we have to bring our adult selves to the new situation. We have to bring our evolved selves, our mature selves, to the situation. So be mindful when you're reverting back to childlike behavior and when she's reverting back to childlike behavior because it's going to take a lot of self-accountability and also holding other people accountable for this to work out. So create those healthy boundaries. You can call me, you know, between these hours, but calling me throughout, throughout the day nonstop, it's just too much. Of course, if there is an emergency, you can call me. But just so you know, I don't want to be called all through the night or all through the day or whatever it is that she's doing with you. Also let her know that when you say those things, it hurts me. It affects me. Maybe she's so caught up in her own world and her own stuff that she's not aware of how you experience her. But once you make her aware of it and then she continues to do it, then it's on her. But you have to be the one to say, hey, sis, I know that you've always talked to me this way, but it makes me feel bad. It makes me feel belittled. It makes me feel disrespected. So moving forward, let's be mindful not to talk to each other this way. Let's be mindful to be respectful. So let her know how she treating you is making you feel. And then both of you make a plan to be mutually respectful and have healthy boundaries. I think the second thing would be to work on the friendship first. I know people like to say, oh, blood is thicker than water. Um, Oh, family first, all of that stuff. But when we get to having unhealthy or dysfunctional families, we have to learn to take care of ourselves first, family or not. So with this, 
it seems like you two never actually really got to know each other. You said you wanted to bond, but she wasn't really interested in it. So work on just a basic friendship first. Work on getting to know each other woman to woman, right? You'll always be sisters because that's just blood. You don't have a choice. But you can choose to be friends, right? That's a choice. So yes, you have the stuff going on with your mother, but maybe also try to have conversations that have nothing to do with taking care of your mother. You know, ask her what's going on in her life. You know, how is her job going? How is dating? How is whatever, you know? And then hopefully she'll pour back into you. You know, how's your husband? How are your kids? How's your job? Like whatever it is. Try to get to know each other as women. Try and really cultivate that friendship first. Because without that base foundation of a friendship, you will never have a sisterhood. You might have a sister, but a sisterhood is based on respect, boundaries, friendship, and trust. So you're going to have to build that up with each other if that's what you want. If that's not what you want, then you can keep it very clean and cut boundaries. We interact when it's about what's going on with your mother. You interact with about her health and all that stuff and you keep it very clean because I never want to tell someone that they have to keep someone in their life if that person is toxic to them or unhealthy to them. Because regardless of who that person is, if that person is hurting you mentally, emotionally, or physically, that person does not have to be in your life. That's a choice you need to make. So if you want your sister in your life in a meaningful way, focus on the friendship. Focus on getting to know each other woman to woman. If not, make it very clean and very clear when you can talk to, when you guys can communicate and make sure it's only about what's going on with your mother, right? So that's what I would do there. The other thing I would do is focus on your common goal. Keep your eyes on the prize, right? Your mother, you're saying, is older. She needs care. Figure out what that plan is going to be. Get a plan together for your mother. Because if your sister is how you're saying in the letter, maybe she's actually not the best person to look after your mother. If she's unhappy with herself, if she's being bitter and resentful, maybe she's not the best person. So look into that. Keep your eyes on the goal. Does your mom need additional care? You know, can she come live with you and your family? Does she need to go to a home or a, you know, a facility or, you know, something like that? Or is she able to still live on her own? Or what's the dynamic like with her sister? So keep your eye on the prize. Ta have private conversations with your mother. So you know how your mother feels. You know how your mother is being treated. Keep your eyes on that goal. And that's how I would sort of maneuver this situation when it comes to sibling rivalry as adults. If you're adults, create those healthy boundaries. What worked in the past is not going to work now and it's not going to work in the future. Let them know your experience of them, how they treat you and what they say to you. How does that make, how does that make you feel? Have those conversations. You make sure that you show up as your fully adult self. You make sure that you're also being respectful and then expect the same from them. And then how they choose to respond to that, then you move accordingly. If you want to have that relationship with your sister, focus on the friendship first, gaining that trust, getting to know people as, as the woman that you are now, because 
again, we're talking about sisters because that's what the uh, listener wrote in about. But this could be your brother. If you are a guy, it could be, you know, you know, whatever it is, brother, sister, whatever. It still applies the same. But get to know each other person to person. Because a lot of times you can be related to someone, but that doesn't mean you actually know them. Some people are actually married and they don't even really know each other. So you can definitely be siblings and not really know each other. So focus on getting to know each other, building that trust. Or if you're not interested in that, maybe something's happened and you're just like, you know what? We have a common goal, but I don't really want to go that route. Make the boundaries very clean and clear and know the things you can talk about and things you don't want to talk about, right? And then keep your eyes on the prize. It's really about making sure your mother has the best care and figuring out what that long-term goal is going to look like. So I hope that was helpful when it comes to sibling rivalry. I know I've had my fair share in the past, but not anymore, which is good. So, so yeah, I think a lot of people can identify with, you know, having, you know, difficult relationship with your siblings, you know? Everybody's not the Brady Bunch, and the Brady Bunch also had their fair share of issues as well. So if you had any aha moments, be sure to join me over on Instagram at Candy Washington. Give me a follow and tag me, and I will be sure to feature you and tag you back. And if you have any dear Candy letters, any questions about life, love, career, relationships, mental health, anything, you can just email me at info at candywashington.com your dear candy letter and i will be and i will answer it here on the podcast and i will keep your name private oh yeah so with that thank you so much for joining me take care of yourself and each other bye welcome to sugar pills a practical guide to self-care where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.